Yo, 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 yo. What's up, guys? This is uh, this is another special episode. This is a currently informed episode where we go over the latest news that's edgier seat, stratifyingly important, and fun to listen to. Hopefully. That's the goal. Maybe not. Maybe it is. We'll find out. Uh, I'm your host, of course, this week. I'm Ethan, and I'm joined with... Uh, let's see who I should I introduce first. Let's do uh, let's do that guy. What's up, Tish? Hey, what's up? Hey, you're the prime guy. How's it going? Yep, not sure what you said, but what's up? <laughs> you said the prime uh, guy. <laughs> you said that guy. I'm what like, does that you're mean? Prime guy. You're number one. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. You, you're no. actually number one, but I'll go with it. Uh, let's see. We got Jonah. <laughs> we got the big J. Heyo. Heyo, indeed. And last but not least, we have. Harry Jerry, I affectionately call him. Yeah, that is me, and I'm Harry. Hi, Ethan. I miss you. That's right. He actually cut off all of his hair, ladies and gentlemen, for your audio listeners. Mm. Uh, He probably weighs about half a pound lighter because he's missing a full lock of hair. He's flowing now. All right. Anyways, I got a fun one for you this week. Um, So I I can't recall uh, if you listeners at home know too much of our personal lives, but, spoiler alert, we all live in a little town called Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and everyone can attest to that. (laughs) And it's famous for many things. We can name, you know, sit here and name everything for hours on end. Hi. But one thing, yeah, there you go, there's one right there. But one thing in particular I want to talk to you guys about, that Pittsburgh was the incubator for one event. On November 20th, 1920. Anybody have any ideas about 100 years ago what Pittsburgh was the incubator for? Steel. Radiation. Madame Curie. Oh, Madame Curie. That's a good question. The a good G20 one. Summit. Not bad. Not bad. Tish, what was your idea? I said steel. Okay, steel's a big one, but not what I'm going to be going over. Oh. All right. Since none of you guessed it, I'll just tell it to you. KDKA. Y'all heard of that? KDKA? Whoa. Yeah. That's news. You know what that is? News to me. Yeah, that's yeah, good one. So KDKA, yeah, it's a news station. It's uh, the it, it was actually in 1920 the first radio broadcast in the U.S. was based outside of Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, it was the Westinghouse Electric Company. They they broadcasted it. It was the first scheduled broadcast. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's kind of history in our town. But I, um, the reason I'm talking to you guys about this is that the uh, method of radio transmission that they used. Uh, any takers? Any takers? AM, anybody? AM? <laughs> yeah, so they use AM. Uh, which, I don't know if you guys listen to. I don't. I mean, some FM's people do. FM's better. NPR. All right, FM, FM all the way. Well, why am I even going over this? Okay, because so far we have not hit anything that's news. Uh, but here's the news part. Currently, there is a bill being passed called the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. Um... Yeah, and so right now it's just a bill, but it could be passed this week potentially. Uh, and basically what that means is, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. The title says it. Every car that's being produced new should have or must have AM radio. And the reason they're doing that is because actually nowadays a lot of new cars do not have AM radio receivers in there. So you cannot listen to AM radio in a bunch of new cars, specifically electric cars. Because electric cars, with all their you know electric drivetrain and powerful electronics, it actually interferes with the AM radio signal. So they'd have to do a bunch of engineering, uh, you know, a bunch of time, a bunch of money would have to go into re-engineering the cars so that it wouldn't interfere with the AM uh, signal. So instead of doing that, a lot of new cars they just do not have AM radio capabilities. So yeah, 
bunch of old congressmen are getting their panties in a bundle, saying, We need our AM radio. <laughs> um, but, yeah, let me go over two more things. Okay. Two viewpoints, and then you guys can talk all you want. All but right. two viewpoints here. We have viewpoint A, that AM radio has been around for 100 years. It's widely known as the most basic source of information in disaster scenarios. It travels very far, much farther than FM or cellular. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? If it's been around for this long, why get rid of it? That's one school of thought. On the other hand, you know, modernism. Less than 1% of people nowadays listen to AM radio. Uh, it would be quite involved to get new cars to be converted or uh, re-engineered to handle receiving AM radio. So, you know, if there's a lot of squeeze for not a lot of juice, these new manufacturers are just not putting AM in their cars. And that is totally fine with basically 99% of people. Those are the kind of two schools of thought here. I want to know where you guys sit or if you care at all. So since AM radio is going to be enforced uh, for all these new cars, does that mean now you can listen to radio in the morning? What? Because AM, get it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting for the state that for a while now. Okay. Oh, uh, I will say... Uh, that was a joke, but that's a good point, Tish. Yeah. I will say that in the cars that do not offer AM radio, you can still listen to it because they have like an an HD radio thing where they convert it. That you, so you can still listen to your AM stations. It's just transferred or transmitted through an FM station or, or, or cellular. Uh, you can still technically listen to That's what I stations. was going to ask. Yeah. Like what is it about AM? Is it that it is a different frequency, that it's used for disaster situations, yeah. that it reaches further, why not just convert it to a more compatible radio station and go that route? Yep, exactly. So it's twofold, right? There's the actual, like, the physics behind the way AM works that's not compatible with newer electric cars and a lot of new cars in general. So there's actual physics behind it. But let's, like you said, Jonah, let's say there's some jazz station on AM radio that you really like to listen to, right? If it's just the content you're concerned about, that could be ported over. You can listen to that. I'm sure there's a website that hosts that station. Or there's a thing, like I said, called HD radio where they convert AM stations to FM. And, of course, those can be received by your new car. So if it's just the content you're concerned about, then there's really no problem because there's a direct conversion. However... On the other side, like you just said, Jonah, the actual physics behind AM is different. So let's say there's a hurricane that comes down and blows all the cell towers so you don't have cellular connection. FM towers don't travel as far. Um, let's say there's a nuclear explosion, right? The one thing that is tried and true, reliable, is very simple, it's rudimentary, and it travels really far because of the long wavelengths. It's AM radio. So the actual physics behind it, it is beneficial in that uh, respect to have it. So yeah, there's two things there. So whenever you're lost on the highway, is it is it AM you turn to or is it FM? It's AM, correct? When you're lost on the highway? Yeah, because there's always like a sign every you know few miles. Oh or yeah, not. yeah, yeah, turn yeah. Turn the station for directions. Yeah, I yeah. think it's it's AM. It's AM, yeah. yeah. I think they have an FM equivalent now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's AM. It's like you know sixteen twenty. Turn to sixteen twenty AM for weather and whatever. Yeah. Traffic alerts. Yeah. Also, AM hosts the uh, like the disaster station, which I think is like eight thirty or whatever. You know, some channel on AM there where they mm -hmm. just uh, host like you know the weather and disaster relief stuff like that. Uh, that's that's a thing on AM that you know would not exist that you could not listen to in a new car if you didn't have an AM station or an AM uh, radio receiver. 
to answer your first question, Ethan, originally I was going to say, I don't care. Let people do what they want within reason. AM, FM, doesn't matter to me. I feel like most people don't listen to AM. I don't. Um, doesn't mean other people don't, though. But that was my initial thought. And then hearing you talk about the disaster aspect, you know, maybe there is a need for it. If there was a national disaster, a lot of people wouldn't know what's going on, what to do. Maybe that radio station could help save lives in a situation like that. But then it's kind of like a you know i guess a cost benefit analysis is how many problems are we creating by mandating that this is in all new cars how much money do we have to pour in to make this a feasible you know goal to achieve versus you know is that worth it or is it not right jonah let me ask you this so everyone knows capitalism right the market will prevail if a company does something yeah uh, and consumers don't like it then they just won't buy it and they'll buy a different product right that's yeah basic rules right okay, yeah. so let's say a bunch of new some new manufacturers in their new cars they don't offer am is it the government's job to step in here and say hey new some new cars you guys need to put an am station in or if people want am would they just buy a different car right you know if people that right. and typically like i said a minute ago it's the the new cars that are putting in uh not putting in am are electric cars which are typically, you know, more tech-savvy, younger buyers, and people that don't generally listen to AM in the first place. So, yeah, I, you know, is it the, is it the government's job to step in there and mandate that, or should the market prevail? I think the market should prevail. If people want AM and the car that you're looking at doesn't offer it, then you got to go find one that does. And the market will speak to that. And if all of a sudden all the AM capable cars are being flooded, nobody's buying non-AM vehicles, then the market wants AM. But if FM only cars are still selling, then, you know, it really doesn't matter as much. However, when is it the government's job to do what's best for the people that, you know, that they're responsible for? So in this case, making sure in, in the events of a national disaster that everybody has access to being able to hear what's going on in some form or another now not everybody has cars so that's a different conversation but you know i don't know i i would lean more towards who cares let people do what they want let the market speak but that's just me yeah i think going off your point too jonah not everybody has an iphone a cell phone um, so having that AM station would be beneficial if there were a national or a natural disaster. Um, I would bet you most people, though, have some form of like a clock radio in their house. Really? Okay, hold on. Be, Before yeah. I, I want to get I want to get into this because more people have s- smartphones than they have just some sort of radio sitting around. Yes. So in a disaster yeah. situation, okay. more people would flock to their phones and hop on the internet than would they would go to like their garage and look for some old AM radio, right? Yeah. yeah. So in other words, maybe 50 years ago, you know, of course, disaster situations broadcast on the AM. Nowadays, you'd want to broadcast where more people are listening. Yeah. And if more people are yeah. going to be in, on their phones, well, when disaster emergency services come in, right, with you know FEMA or whatever it's called, when they come in, are they going to put up an AM tower where they're going to have 1% of people listening to it? Or are they going to put in some cellular towers which don't travel as far, but you know, you're going to capture way more of the population? So you know, I think that's also changing. I think 
more people have self would listen to their cell phones in a disaster yeah. than would go to some radio that they don't even have. I agree with you. I was more so envisioning some sort of catastrophe where, you know, the internet didn't work. Cell towers didn't work. You know, you had mentioned a nuclear disaster. Yeah. If your phone yeah, exactly. if your phone doesn't work, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head would be like an AM radio. And I don't even know if that would function under those conditions, but if it would, then I see yeah, you know the point. Well, that's the thing. Is. That's exactly the that's exactly the point. That's for like floods or earthquakes or whatever, right? Stuff that you know pretty commonly happens. On the flip side, the counterpoint is like a nuclear disaster, which you know has not happened in the U.S. or whatever. But in that particular case, AM because it travels so far. If you're in let's say Columbus, Ohio, you could turn on AM and hear Chicago, which is you know hundreds of miles away. You could not do that with a cell tower, or you could not do that with FM. But AM, the physics behind it, allows it to travel really far. So that is one benefit there that we, we would be losing if we got rid of AM in general. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like you're forgetting a few portions of the population. For example, the Amish population, they don't have they don't use electricity, so they're not going to have cell phones. Um, but they also don't uh, use cars. Or, or radio, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah, so how are they going to know that natural disaster is happening? So that doesn't, this um, isn't, also, doesn't pertain to the Amish. I, then. I, I know, I know, but... That was a also, horrible example. But also, the people who can't, they're, you know, don't have enough money, they're low income, then they can't afford phones. Maybe they don't have access to a radio, too. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. So, Tish, I'm that's a great to point. Throw some wrenches in the mix. What? You'd be surprised. The So, that population that you speak of, yeah. let's say the low income people, yeah. they have cell phones, right? There are, they have smartphones. Yeah. They have $100, you know, Moto Gs or Samsung Galaxy A51s. You know, people have those phones. Yeah, what they phones don't have, even, yeah, what, I guess, yeah. What they're not going to spend money on is a $50 ham radio. That's right? true, yeah. They it wouldn't make sense. When they can spend 100 not, bucks on a yeah. smartphone versus 50 bucks, you know, a lot of people are growing up in America with their only computing device being a smartphone, and that includes low-income people, especially yeah. low-income yeah. people. Yeah. Low-income people solely rely on a smartphone as their main computing device, not a laptop or especially not a radio. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so I think I think the times are changing. Yeah, I can see that. I, I was I was more so trying to, um, like I said, play devil's advocate. That's all. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing this all the yeah. way back to answer your question, I've made up my mind. I'm a big believer in the government keeping their their you know grubby fingers, grubby hands. Yeah, out of <laughs> things. <laughs> Let them do what they want. If people want AM, they'll gravitate towards it. If they don't, they won't. But no need to come in and mandate this. Sure. Yeah, and uh, that's a great point. And if there's nothing else, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, so I, I, did, I listened to this interview with the, the gentleman who is actually trying to uh, get AM radio in cars. And his name is uh, Ed Markey. So that's the guy in the bill. I listened to an interview with him. And I hate to sound like a young kid who doesn't know what he's talking about. But I'll be honest with you, this dude, Ed Markey, he sounded like an old guy who's just kind of complaining that times are changing, right? He was specifically talking about Tesla, right? Tesla does not have an AM receiver in their cars. And he was comparing them to SpaceX because, you know, Elon Musk does Tesla and SpaceX. And he's like, if SpaceX can put try to put men on Mars, but they can't put AM radio in their cars, I need to step in there and mandate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and again, like, he's just out of touch because, for instance, if you do drive that car, 
you can still access AM stations like I just talked about through HD conversions. Yeah. So actually even more clear than AM. It's just a different physics than AM. It's transmitted over FM or cellular. But if he's really just concerned about the content like he mentioned in his interview, then he can still listen to it just the same. He just probably didn't know that because, again, he seems a bit out of touch. <laughs> uh, to bring this full circle, uh, the guy pushing back on it is Ted Cruz. Say what you will about that, gentlemen. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the two figureheads going at each other uh, right now for that bill. But, uh, yeah, boys, um, again, this bill, not super exciting, but I, I for one, kind of like technology and cars. So, uh, yeah, that's so uh I have a question that's not – it's sure. more related to the bill. Um, so is it – where is it at on the House floor? Is it – are they debating it? Are they about to vote on it or what? Do you know? I'm not sure. I think they're voting this week. Voting this week, um, okay. Yeah, it hasn't been voted on yet, but yeah, I think they're it's bipartisan. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it's a play on words. It's called the AM radio for every vehicle, and if you uh, take the acronym, it's every AM vehicle AM radio for EVs, which mm. is kind of a play on words because electric vehicle every vehicle. But uh, yeah. Oh, clever! Mm. Funny, funny little clever thing. So if there's one thing you learned, uh, Ed Markey can be a little bit of a goofy goober with his naming schemes. So good for him. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. what we'll pass it. Oh, that's a funny name. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You know what we should do? Oh, what? Right what should we do? I was going to say, we should mandate within that bill that the uninformed podcast gets played everywhere in every car. I mean, we could. Yeah. You know, it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be legal, but it, we could do it. That's true. We could we could be like U2. Remember U2 put their album on all of our iPods at middle yeah. school? <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, boys, uh, we shall see in the next coming weeks the status of this bill. We might have an update. We might post about it in a little tweet. Uh, but if not, look it up yourselves. Until then, I've been Ethan. You've been informed, and we're out. Peace. I'm out. Can you hear me now? Get to the chopper. <laughs> That's Jonas.